to your Vinge Beck and Sodas podcast. Vinge on Fringe and save 25% on selected Fringe shows. Visit bankusa.com.au for more details. TNCs, ticket purchase limits and exclusions apply. Offer ends 1703.24. I think they're a mix of calm and crazy. They're just fun. They're like a married couple. They're hilarious. SAFM Breakfast with Beck and Soda. Start listening. <laughs> G'day everyone, welcome along to the podcast. Uh, now, your oldest son, Felix, has just gone into year six. Yeah, he's top of the tree at the school, and I'll tell you what, the strut has actually got more pronounced too now that he... I think he actually thinks he's running the school. <laughs> well, I wonder where he gets that from. Hey, I was wondering, what does he, is his nickname Soda as well? Because, you know, when you're in year six, you get a jumper with your nickname on it? Spot on. He does. He's yeah. Soda as well. Yep, yeah, he is running around calling himself Soda. And um, Sienna, because she's eight, she's calling herself She Soda. <laughs> and no! Otis is calling himself Little Soda. <laughs> Yes. That's unbearable. I know. Ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. But despite the fact that my son is strutting around now with soda all over his little top, um, I think I've become redundant. All he wants is the name and no other involvement from his dad. I've had a really bad day on the first day of school. All right, lots going on in the podcast today with Beck and Soda. Let's get into it. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Soda, Hello. how did the first day back at school go? Uh, look, it went really well um, for everyone that uh, got through it. Uh, congratulations. Um, it, look, it's a fascinating time, isn't it, when you go back and see all the little kiddies get into it. And look, my kids are jack of school after one day. Had enough. <laughs> Absolutely had enough. <laughs> I said to Sienna, what's your new teacher like? She goes, you really great, nine out of ten. And I went, oh, that's really good because she's eight and Felix is 11. And the same teacher that Sienna has was Felix's teacher last year. Yeah, okay. So it's going to take Sienna a lot of work to build up the family name again after what Felix had done to it. But she said, you know, nine out of 10. And then about five minutes later, she goes, actually, he's probably an eight out of 10. And then chatted to him. She goes, I think maybe a seven. And she got down to about a three out of 10. I'm going, oh, isn't that sad? Her perception just changed over Mm. a matter of five minutes and now Mm. she hates school. Um, Hey, when I drive in on the way, I like to try and surf around and and catch the news headlines. And I also like to hear the weather. What, on other stations? On other stations. I see other stations on the way in. Um, And I had a bit of a, um, a a moment on the drive in. I had a bit of a movement. Something happened in... Internally and externally, what? I had a the weather guy on the ABC did something to me. <laughs> Moving on to South Australia, where the conditions will be largely dry with partly cloudy oh, conditions gosh, about the coast and a mostly sunny inland. There is possible raised dust know. in the north, and there are maximum temperatures below average about the southern agricultural area and near western coast, but above average further inland. For Adelaide, it will be mostly sunny with a max temperature of 28. That's, um, he's an American guy. That's right. Is he national or is he local? Uh, he's national. I think his name was Timothy, I called him. Yeah. Again. It sounds I, like he went through all the cap cities in the States. He did. I listened to the whole of Australia. <laughs> Never been more interested in the weather before. Sorry, Amelia. Can you tell me now what the temperature yeah. will be in Brisbane today then? Yeah. Um, it was certainly not dry. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. The Snowtown Bodies in the Barrels case is back in the headlines. Can you believe it's been 25 years since that case? That is remarkable, isn't it? I can actually still remember when I first heard about it. Mm. Um, So what are we talking, late 90s? Yeah, so 99. Everyone was just 
absolutely floored that, I mean, there's a pretty seedy history about South Australia with a lot of crimes and murders. But when that one came out, it mm. was just fascinating. I cannot believe it's been yeah. that so long. Yeah, so it's back in the headlines because Mark Hayden, who mm-hmm. was convicted of assisting the murders, yep. uh, is due for release in the next uh, few months. He served his 25-year prison uh, term and he's uh, he can be released. His non-parole period's been completed, so he could be walking the streets in a few months. So essentially this is now up to the judge. So, so they can't mm. stop him. He wouldn't even be monitored when he... Leaves prison if no, this he happens. Served his, he served his sentence. He wasn't. Right. Um, he w- didn't actually commit any of the murders. His wife was one of the women who was uh, was killed, uh, but he was found to have uh, covered it up. Yeah. Um, where, where were you working at that time? So I was an ABC journalist at Port Pirie, and Port Pirie was actually the nearest bureau to Snowtown. So I got sent, and I was oh, I reckon twenty one, twenty two, very, very green. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I arrived there and all the big wig reporters from Adelaide was, were there and I had no idea what I was in for. I thought they'd discovered one body. Mm. Yes. Uh, and then I could I was sort of eavesdropping on the big reporters and they were like, no, there's multiple, multiple body parts. And I just got a chill and I called head office in Adelaide. I said, you're going to need to send a bigger reporter. <laughs> so how long wow. were you there for? A couple of hours. Oh, couple, so you were Camp yeah. there for days. I also remember this is how long ago I had to go to the payphone, the local Telstra payphone, and yeah. I'm like, "There's a lot of bodies, <laughs> really." There's, and they were like, "Okay, you just stay there, file your little report." Um, Rebecca Morse, ABC News, Port Pirie, and then go back to Port Pirie, and we'll take it from here. Wow! So you actually just did a story for the news that night. I did it for radio. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, and then they sent all the yep. big. Um, but because I was so close, they said you just get in a car and get to Snowtown. Yeah. Um, and then they they relieved me of my duties pretty quickly. And when you got there, how much information had they given you, or was it all still kept? It was really all well. Quietly? I think some of the more um, senior reporters had spoken to the cops, and but I just asked. I was like, "Hi, I'm Becky <laughs> from Perry. What do you, I'm like, so um, what what do you know about the victim?" And he's like, um, "Victims." Ooh, and I right. was like, "Ooh," and I'm like, "What? Like two or three? And he's like, "He was he was pointing. He's like, no, higher, higher." Oh, wow. And at that stage, wow. they didn't know. Yeah. They didn't know how many bodies were in there. They just opened the the barrel and just saw multiple. It would have been so Ugh. chilling for those yeah. first cops on the scene. And so what was it, about nine? Was that right in the end? It was a, seven, a, eight, nine. I thought it was eleven. Like oh, oh but they weren't sorry, they weren't all in the barrels. No. There were other bodies that were found. Of course. I think there were eleven victims. Yeah, wow. You've read all the books and stuff. That I have, but I just can't remember. It's yeah. just oh, look, it's a fascinating, horrific part of South Australian history. It's just remarkable to think. Because this guy, the picture in the paper, you have a look at page two, he's, he would have been about 40 at the time. So he's 65. Yeah. And the, the head of the parole board is actually saying he's done really well in prison. He's got a great work ethic. He's completed every program he needs to. Um, and he's been in low security for some time. But to understand those people are going to be out in the street mm. That's, well, mm. he will be. The others certainly won't Ooh. be. They'll never get out no. The, the, no. the main ringleaders. But anyway, I feel sorry for the community of Snowtown because they're forever Absolutely. scarred. It wasn't their fault. Mm. Yes. So shout Good out point. to our Snowtown right. listeners. And thank you, Becky Morse Morse from the ABC. Becky Morse, Paul ABC Perry. News, Port Perry. <laughs> this is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Yeah, I think most of the government schools back yesterday, some of the private and Catholics today. Uh, so yesterday morning, Beck, uh, I had to take – so I've got one in year two, one in year four, one in year six. That's, that's young for a man of your age. <laughs> You're a late breeder. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Continue. <laughs> Sorry. Are you cracking yourself up? <laughs> Hey? Always does. Always. Always. I've got to laugh at my own joke. Well, First it wasn't really to laugh a joke. It was just an ob- observation. Uh, what are you observing? That that uh, you've got a young, you've got your children are young. Yes, correct. <laughs> You're still anyway, in the, hurt zone. the the year two and the year four, Otis and Sienna, I got all them ready, and 
Yeah, because you've got to do the obligatory photo. Of course you so do. So we did the photo out the front and, um, you know, all that sort of thing. And they were really participating. Felix, the six-year-old, uh, six-year-old, year six, sorry. Year sixes, they are the top of the school. Yeah. Too cool. Way too mm-hmm. cool. Anyway, I said, get a photo. He goes, no, nah, Dad, I'm going. I've got to go. And just disappeared out of the way. Left <gasps> early. wouldn't do the photo. Wouldn't do the photo. Just disappeared. Mm. So anyway, I took the other two to school. They went on their bikes. So I jogged alongside them as they uh, were on their bikes. Oh, so I carried jogged. the bags. Yeah, oh, well, I had to carry the bags. Treat for the mums. Did you take your <laughs> shirt off? <laughs> no, mate. I was carrying two backpacks that were full of crap. Mm. Anyway, uh, I've gone and got them. And then I'm thinking, right, that shifty Felix. I've got to find him and I've got to snap a photo. Anyway, I'm hunting around. There's all parents everywhere and you can see the new mums in the lycra and the tears are running down the face (laughs) because the little kid with the big backpack in prep who's getting a deformity in their back because their back's their yeah, bags too heavy. the first child. Correct. They're all running around. They're getting 50 photos of them. And I thought, I've spotted Felix with his mates over in the corner of the quadrangle. So I've walked over there casually and I've gone, oi. And he looked at me and ran off. And I'm going, come here. <laughs> and he's sitting there. And he knew what was coming. And I said, oi, I need you over here. And he sheepishly walked over and his mates come over and go, oh, what's going on? Said, g'day, boys. Give him a little knuckle tap like I'm a cool dad. Stop it. G'day, Finn. RJ, Will, how are you, boys? Brax. Yeah, Brax. Ah, he's different school. Anyway, (laughs) and so I said to Felix, mate, I need a pick. And he goes, no, absolutely not. And I said, I'm going to take a candid photo. You know what those ones when you pap someone in the back of New Idea? I know all of the tricks. Those ones that you (laughs) pretend to fake. Look away ones. I'm not even even funny over there. (laughs) I'm not even aware, Miller, that you're you're taking a photo of me. Now take it with me looking the other way. Anyway, so I said to him, mate, I just need you to walk. So I'm sitting there running around with my phone by my hip so I didn't look like I was holding up like a tourist. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to snap him and he's running away from me. So all I've got are these photos of the back of a kid looking with these sort of fish eye going, mm. bugger off, Dad. <laughs> and so I thought, I'm going to get him back. And I just went, I love you. Love you, little fella. Come and give me a kiss. And he was just fuming. And Daddy I'm realizing, is this at about 11 years of age, they just yeah. go, nah. Yeah, you, you've lost them. Yeah. yeah. Does yeah. that happen yeah, with your kids? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I embarrass them constantly. I have to turn the music down when I drop them anywhere. Yeah. And I always do wind the window down. And I do. I said to Grace once on her first day of uni, don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> She's never <Uni>. forgiven me. <laughs> uni. Well, the fact she still needed her mum to drop <laughs> you. They still need you. They pretend that yeah. they don't. They always I need you. I might use that one. Don't use drugs. Then he's got this bong sticking in the back <laughs> of his back. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. In life, there are unanswerable questions. These are not those. But damn it, they're close. My head hurts. So it must be time for The Riddle Man. Oh, this is frustrating. I've missed out on the last couple. They're good, your riddles. Come on, Beck. You've got this one. Okay, Riddle Man time. Give us a call, 131060. Uh, a night out on us is a prize if you get it right, including tickets to the flicks and 100 bucks towards dinner. Okay, Rebecca, are you ready? I'm listening. Ready to go. Okay, and everyone listening, jump on board. Okay, Beck. Peter, <clears throat> let me get started. What's going on with my voice, Is it mate? puberty? Peter? Is- <laughs> When your voice starts breaking? No. Very weird. That didn't happen to me. Okay. Um, it's the only thing that happens to men in puberty. Oh, so right. I'm so sorry that you went through that. I'm so sorry say, that hurts. your voice breaks. It oh, hurts. thoughts very, and prayers. Very traumatic. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers. Like, once a month it gets really uncomfortable <laughs> when you're younger and then your voice breaks as a young boy. It's very traumatic. Um, Peter's driving his car, right? Really, really sunny day. 
You've got to tell me where in the world Peter is, okay? So he's driving his car in a sunny day. Yeah. And then suddenly it just starts raining really, really heavily. And then once the rain stopped, the winds picked up in this hurricane-like scenario. But then once the winds dropped, he was able to continue his journey. What's going on with my voice? <laughs> he was able to continue his journey without any hassles. Where in the world is he? So we've got sun. So Pete's driving sun. along. Sunny day, yep. right? And then suddenly it's raining really Sun, heavily. Rain. Right? In a and then the wind picks up wind. into when the rain stops in this big hurricane type scenario. And then once the wind stops, he's able to continue his journey and it's sunny again. Do you know where he is in the world? He's in a crowded house song. Four no, seasons. In four one seasons in one day. day. I like it. Okay, Jody from Greenwith. G'day, Jodes. Uh, where in the world's oh. Peter? Where in the world is Peter? Is I don't know. He's floating in space. No, he's not. But Jodes, thanks so much for getting on board. Taz from Ottaway. Taz, do you know where Pete is? He's driving along. It's sunny. Then it starts pelting rain. Then once the rain stops, these hurricane winds come up, and then suddenly he's back in the clear and can drive safely. Do you know where in the world he is? Is he in Melbourne? <laughs> Taz, I would love to give that one to you. You're very close. Shit weather in there. Not right. Um, Terry from Hamley Bridge, where in the world do you think Pete is? Oh, you've got me here, I reckon. I'm not sure. Sorry. Okay. Uh, All good, buddy. Yeah. Thanks so much. You have a great day. Can I just stop the press for a moment? Mm. Rebecca Morse just wrote down the correct answer. Yeah! How's that? I bloody got it! She's worked out where in the I've world Peter it. is. I've got it. I've First time to for learn. everything. Okay, Samantha from Hillbank. Pete's driving along. It's a sunny day, and then suddenly it starts pelting with rain. When the rain stops, the hurricane winds pick up, and then finally, when the wind stops, Pete's able to drive back into the sun, and everything's cool. Do you know where he is, Samantha? Where in the world? Um, is he? Oh, is he like in? Actually, he's on stage and he's acting all this out. No, but good thinking. Oh, I yeah. like it. You've got to think That's outside right. the box. Listen I'm to so the expert. Now. <laughs> oh, yeah, here's the expert. This is for a $100 nice. voucher for movies, also for dinner as well. Uh, 131060. Luke from Williston. Luke, do you know where Pete is? Pete's in his car. And what's he doing? Driving, driving in his car. He is driving in his car, but where in the world is he? On the road. No, he's not. Getting a bit warmer, though. Michael from Seacliff. Michael, you know where Peter is? Yeah, I reckon he's in a car wash. He's where? In a car wash. He's in a car wash. Well done, Michael. It's sunny. He drives in. Pouring rain. Then the gust of wind. And then the rain. Hey, Mick, well done, buddy. Was that one just coming straight to the forefront of your mind? Absolutely. Well done, butter. Really good work. Are you in a car wash now? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, nice one, Michael. Uh, Off to the movies, off to dinner. Well done, not out on us. What about the most impressive part of that was Rebecca Morse. I looked down and she's written car wash. So happy. She's one from 57. (laughs) Superstar, (laughs) This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Uh, Good morning. If you're up and about stretching the legs for the very first time this morning, particularly if it is the first day of school for your little one. Some kicked off yesterday, a few more over the next few days. Um, Hey, just listening to M then, did you hear they said the scientists at Bureau of Meteorology filed for unfair dismissal because they're working overseas remotely? 
Dodgy. They were supposed to be WFH, or working from home, but they were working from the other side of the yeah. world. Well, if you're still doing your job and you can access the information, is that so bad? I mean, if you're at the Bureau of Meteorology, do you have to be looking out the window going, wow, it's raining? Can't you look <laughs> no. on the cam that they've got set up? Apologies to the meteorologists out there. You think they look out the window and that's yeah. how they do the yeah. forecast. It's raining. So they can write down, it's raining do you know, today. Who does the feels like temperature, though? I've always yeah, I wondered. I know. It, you can't do that from Texas. If it's 15 degrees and they go, it feels like 12. No, mate, if it feels like 12, it has to be 12, doesn't it? Or it wouldn't <laughs> feel like that it. confuses me. Me, me too. Um, <laughs> but you know what can happen, and obviously this happened a lot during COVID when people worked remotely, mm. and then even with radio, you know, people were working from their homes. and all I that. worked in my pyjamas and flashed the team. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so what people can do, though, for those who are working remotely, there's a thing called a mouse jiggler. You ever Ooh. come across one of those? Um Maybe at a hen's night. Right. So the mouse jiggler is a little bit of software or it's a device. So essentially, if you are working remotely, but you want to go down the shops instead and have a bit of fun, you insert your little mouse jiggler into your computer. And what happens is then the mouse essentially looks like it's been active Mm. at certain times. And you can (laughs) set it for like every three minutes or set it periodically so that your mouse jiggles. And suddenly, if anyone's checking you remotely from the server, they can say, well, Becky's working at home because clearly she's jiggling her mouse, you know? Jiggling yeah. dramatically. Mouse She's does a lap hard. of the screen. Around about 20 yeah. odd bucks, you can get them Don't online. I encourage really? that. What? I... If you can get your work done, you can get your work done, whether you're jiggling your mouse or not. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you're actually getting your stuff done. If you're productive, life's good. Mm. You can't be dishonest with your workplace, though. He lied to them. Yeah, I think that was enough. the whole point, that he was deceptive. Yeah. And couldn't monitor the weather from Texas. Should he get the lemon and SARS or should he be able to continue his job? What did, oh, the arse. Sorry, sorry. Oh, mate, that's why you say that, so you don't just say the word you yeah, said. Okay, all right. SAFM's Beck and Soda. I had a date night with my husband, and he said one word that ruined yep. my entire vibe and just oh, really? meant the whole night was off. I'm, very, I'm a very um, fragile human. If You can set me off either way, and my mood takes a long time to recover. So, Big Jimbo. Now, just for those people that uh, haven't met James, he's a very, very, very genuine loyal, great down-to-earth guy. He's a country lad. Yeah, really good fella. So we were heading down Peel Street and we went to stop at a bar and he goes, oh, I like this one. This is a funky one. (laughs) A funky bar. It's funky. And I looked at him and I said, don't ever, ever use the word funky again. Funky is a word that doesn't well it doesn't mean what well, it used to mean anymore anyway the kids told me when i went home and said dad said the bar was funky well george michael used it and it was very good for him funky town no you're too funky for me you know? oh. peter andre as well the funky junkie yeah, yeah. I, feel echo. Like, I feel like if you're if you're describing something as funky you're funky too old town. to be what's, in what's that actually, bar what's going on at funky town like you take me to funky town well, james what? is there is that a euphemism? <laughs> Don't know. He was not taking me to Funky Town that night. <laughs> yeah, so what was it about? It was just funk. It's just, it's like what you can't describe. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess funky, I would just say cool. Yeah, but doesn't funky now mean like if you a get a off. bad smell? It's you know, like, a bit funky. Oh, that's a funky smell. I don't yeah. know what the kids would call it. Oh, you know what the kids would say? They'd what? go, this bar slaps. What? That's what they say if something's cool. Don't they say it's fat like pH? I, I don't. I think that's old. Wicked? I don't even think cool is cool anymore. But it's right. definitely not funky. Come on, James is just 
getting down to the rhythm and was trying to get down to your rhythm. <laughs> it put me in a bad mood and I couldn't you, enjoy the funky bar. <laughs> it put you in a bad mood, him using the term funky? Yes. What? Yes. I was like, pick a better word. Like, maybe Maybe this place is a vibe. <laughs> no? Anyway, I'm old too, but I'm not old enough to use the word funky as an adjective to describe a bar. What are the words that only old people should say? Oh, you're in a band funky? What about, so my nana used to say, oh, um, we went to the pictures on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah we well, do the movies. Yeah, well, you don't say pictures anymore. That's Why an example. Not? Well, you just wouldn't say, I'm going to the pictures. You wouldn't say to the kids, hey, what do you, you want to go to the school holidays? Let's go to the pictures. Well, I'd say, yeah, going to the flicks. No, the flicks is old too. Why is the flicks old? <laughs> just the flicks is hey, old. Hey, you want to go to the flicks? It's movies. just the movies. Just the movies. Oh, why isn't movies old? <laughs> flicks is cooler than movies, mate. Flicks is not cool. It, flicks needs to get in the bin with Funky. Darren from Manopara West, uh, his mum, Groovy. Oh, yeah. Groovy's okay, though, isn't it? Um, Josh on Facebook says, old people say, we'll do that directly instead of later. I'll do oh, it. we'll head to the shops directly. Oh, do they? Directly. Yeah, directly. my nan used to say that. that as well. Um, and what about uh, Andrew? Um, he, father uses it's wet and woolly outside. Yeah, well, wet and woolly. Michelle right. said uh, her mum uses the word dapper. He looks oh. dapper. That's good. <laughs> That's an old one. Okay, Ashley in Andrew's farm. What is the old person's expression? Well, it was my ex-partner. And when I went out with him, I thought I'd won Man Lotto. And then the cracks started to form and everything I did was nonsense. Yeah. So why are you going to the gym? That's nonsense. Oh. Why are you on social media? That's just nonsense. And so now it's just a running joke with all my friends. That's nonsense. He turned into a grumpy old man. Uh. Kind of funny, yes. So as you had to sack him? Yes, I sacked him. Yeah, He's how, gone. How long did it last? couple of years. Yeah, right. And and now does it make you feel just turns you and makes your skin crawl thinking of him? It it does. It does. It yeah. yes. Does it make you feel funky? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about funky. <laughs> I don't know about funky either actually. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Now Beck just recently uh, I came across this item and you know I love nostalgia. I love going back to when we were younger. Mm. And my mate had this item in his house and I was fascinated with it and I was going around there all the time going mate I've got to get one so I went and bought one right remember in the old days when you were a kid and you went into the fish and chip shop or the deli yes and they had those sit down arcade games yes I bought one you bought that is a midlife crisis right there it is bloody fantastic it's a retro one right but it's modern so it's not like an actual old original one. Right. It's the new version of it, yeah. but it has a whole bunch of games. So it's not just, you know, uh, Galaga or Galaga or whatever it was called and Pac-Man. It's got a whole heap of them in the software. Like what else? Like Pac-Man, Mortal yep. Kombat, my all-time favorite, Hyper Olympics. And we are talking the graphics are so basic that all the Fortnite players and the Call of Duty players would look at it in Grand Theft Auto and going, what is this? And it's like the running one when you, you push the two buttons and the man runs in the 100 metres and then you do the two buttons and he runs and you've got to do the long jump. Oh, you make him jump as well. Oh, what, is there Frogger? Uh, Frogger's on there, all of the old classics, oh and it is fantastic. So you can sit down there, you can have two players, three players, four players, and they can sit around the little table, and we have been hammering it with so me and my like mates. It. Oh, the kids aren't allowed to play it, because <laughs> we are sitting there for ages. And you remember you used to get your coins, and you'd stack your coins yes. up on the machine to see who was next? Yes, I well, remember there was a local Chinese restaurant, and then yes. mum and dad used to go, go play that while we have our sweet and sour chicken. Absolutely. So this has the coin slots. 
But also, too, it's got the little key that you open the back. You just push the button and the credits go bing, 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 bing. So you can set it up to take money, but we've got it going. It is absolutely brilliant. And then the other night I realized I was sitting there with one of my mates, Kerners, and we were playing with it. I looked at it. It was 12.30 in the morning, and we'd sitting there for about four hours playing Mortal Kombat, (laughs) and uh, I was absolutely kicking his butt. And I've just gone, this is the best. Your eyes will go square, mate. I love it. Um, And then, you know, we were talking about these retro games just the other day, you and I, and then Bleebs has brought in JB. He has found the old Game & Watch. Have a look at this. Oh, it's manhole. Stop it. Remember this the little is my childhood in my Mate, hands. How, where was it? Uh, it was in a box. Um, yeah. I, that's my sister's version. As um, if you have this. She now knows that I have it. I, I plugged some batteries in. It works perfectly. Mate, I've been playing it this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the Snoopy one? Tennis. Oh, Snoopy was, Tennis? Snoopy Tennis was my yeah. thing. Wow, that that's sound Snoopy. has taken me back. Yeah. Uh, the other one, my brother had a parachute. Oh, <laughs> little sharks. Yeah. And they had to um, come out of the parachute and you had to rescue them yes. in a boat. You've also carved your name in the back of this. No, mate. my oh. parents did that. But look at that, 1983. Is that, that when it was made? That was when it was made. David, I thought, mate, you know the Donkey Conkers, they made yes, the flip screen. The flip, oh, we're no. saying they, some of them are like yeah. $1,400, $1,500 we if you've weren't. still got them in yeah. mint condition we in a box. rich enough. Things are a bit um, tough. I'll yeah. tell you what, though, Beck, you can come around to my house and come and play one of these games. You will love you've it. You've never invited me around to your house. You can come and play Frogger with me, okay? <laughs> All right. What game did you play as a kid? What computer game, what retro computer game was your favourite as a kid? Wow, Absolutely. And if you've still got a Donkey Kong, the flip screen, give us a call for Melissa from Gawler, what was it? Uh, we had the Sega Master System and Mega Drive growing up. Um, so we had Alex the Kid, Wonder Boy, and Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. Um, but I had to always uh, had to fight with my mum over it because my mum was the big uh, Sega player in the household. Um, so it was always like, Mum, can I have a turn? Alex the Kid now. She's like, no, I've got to get past this, <laughs> this level. <laughs> so mum was the family champ. Yeah, mum was the family champ. Right. Um, what was Alex the Kid? I remember Sonic, mm. but what was Alex the Kid? So Alex the Kid had different um, levels, and at the end of some of the levels, you had to do rock, paper, scissors with uh, some of the characters at the end to pass um, on to the next level. Right. Yeah. I do not remember that game. There you Good go. On you. <laughs> uh, Mel, what's mum's name? Sharon. Sharon. Shaz. Mm. Shaz the Sega champ. I love it. Sonia from Ridleyton, what was it for you? Oh, for me, it was Galaxian. Galaxian, right? Oh, you remember that? No, I don't. <laughs> what was how, what was the rules of Galaxian? Is, uh, Galaxian was one of those sit-down table games, and you'd right. have a person on each end, and yeah. you had your little knobs, and then you have these little like aliens, and you had to knock them over. Yeah, right. And where were you playing this, Sonia, back At in the, the day? At the trap on a Thursday night. <laughs> oh, Bartley Terrace in Westlake. Yeah, yeah. I used to go there every Thursday night. It was really happening back in the day. Yeah, and right. I used to yeah, I used to love it. I used to sit there every Thursday night and play, and I'd have a few footballers who'd always try to compete, but they never beat me. What, actually, which footballers were down there playing? Oh, there was a lot of football guys down there back in the day. It was a really popular place to hang out. Yeah, it would have been all the Port Adelaide boys down that way, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was It was really, it was a lot of fun. It was a, yeah, a big brilliant. nightclub. It was really happening, but there was Suddenly one Galaxian game, game in the corner, and I owned it. Oh, <laughs> Good on you, Sonia. Sonia's Galaxian. Okay, Trish in Osborne, what was your favourite uh, game back in the day? Um, we used to play Pac-Man and Space Invaders. Oh, oh yeah. I remember those. Um, and then they had Ms. Pac-Man, didn't they? Yeah, what? yeah. Um, 
Why did they call her Miss Pac-Man? Why did they call her Pac-Woman? Pac-Woman. Yeah. Trying to trying to be diverse. I don't know. They were trying to. Yeah. We used to have delis when we were growing up. My parents used to have the old pinball machines. Did you ever have the Kiss pinball machine? Did you play that? Oh, I don't know. I can't remember the names of them, but we yep. just had them in our delis, and we'd always have the deli. It was full of people, yep. young lads playing the games. It was fan- fabulous. Oh, mm. eating Chico rolls, mm. I bet, and chocolate milk. <laughs> um, yeah, and if they misbehaved, my mum would hit them with a broom. Okay. And okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you, mum. Thank you, mum. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Did you have a uh, Gmail account back in the day with, like, hot soda? Uh, no. No, I think I might have had Mark Soda at Hotmail, I think, something like that. Well, some people deliberately make up silly uh, email accounts and some people have it by nature of their name. So let's meet uh, Samantha Hart. Good morning. Good morning. Um, Now, Sam, obviously, with your business, like with many companies, you have your first initial and then your surname at wherever your business is. So at work, I'm M Sodastrom at wherever. But unfortunately, being Sam Hart, your name is Shart. <laughs> That's correct. Exactly. When did this come to your attention? Yeah, it came to my attention when I was 16 and I uh, was getting my driver's license and my parents, um, you know, I don't know how license plates work over there, but in the States, you can get personalized license plates um, that can say whatever you want them to. And so my my parents thought they were doing a nice thing for me and surprised me with a personalized license plate. <laughs> Um, that said S heart, you know, to show some personalization. And, um, I ended up driving to school with a car that said shart, um, in, 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 and in was hot. forever labeled, uh, the, my car was forever labeled as the shart mobile, um, for the rest oh. of high school. Oh, uh, so how old were you when you got your license and what sort of year or grade level over there are you turning up to school as the, uh, the, the charter? Yeah, 16 and a sophomore in high school. So a pretty brutal time. Wow. <laughs> um, did it occur to you when you were driving around in the Chartmobile that what was going to happen or hadn't you sort of even picked up on that yet? No, I hadn't picked up on it. I actually did not know what the word meant. Um, I had never heard the word. And so um, I had a sweet boyfriend at the time who pulled me aside and let me know that everyone at school was making fun of me um, for this name and explained to me what it what the word meant, um, which was very kind. Um, but it was too late. So so then did you go home and have to explain to your mom and dad what a shah is? Yes, we were sitting around the kitchen table just dying. Um, we're pretty funny people, so we all got a good kick out of it. Uh, my dad also has the initials S Heart, so he was equally uh, flummoxed by it and, you know, he has the same situation that I do. So so what's dad's name? Stephen Hart. Right. So the, the senior charter had gone through life without even knowing that he'd been in that position. Yes, exactly. You know, he's he's older. He's 77. So a good majority of his career, I'm sure he wasn't even using email. Um, so having an email S heart came a lot later for him. Uh, maybe his generation also like doesn't use words like that. Uh, hadn't really thought to create a word like that. Um, but my generation definitely did. <laughs> Urban Dictionary didn't exist back in his <laughs> Exactly. Um, Sam, with all due respect, and I'm sure I'm a little older than you as well, but at 77, Steve's probably more in the timing of when a shark could become something that he'd have to deal with. <laughs> yes, that's absolutely true. Yep, it's a good thing we he learned about what the word meant, you know. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, this is fantastic. And so has it actually cropped up in an email in a work scenario as well for you? Oh, yes, yeah, several times. So, you know, I'm, I'm 27. When I first entered the working world, I was 22. And um, my first job of all time, I got a very nice message from HR just saying, hi there. Um, this is usually the format that we use for our emails. Uh, we don't think this is a great fit for you. Um, and we'd like to propose using something different. Um, and so they were very lovely and gentle with it. Um, and I was like, you can say it. My name is Shart. Um, we can do something about it. And so it has been, I've moved jobs three times now, and it has been a recurring issue um, everywhere I've gone. So what have you gone with uh, as Sammy, like S-A heart now, or have you dealt with it? Yeah. So most folks end up doing S middle initial, which is R and then heart. So yeah. SR heart is my typical one. Um, at my last organization though, it was a very small business. Um, and so I was able to just be Sam, um, which was great until they hired another Sam. And then it was not so great. Sam, look, I, I love your sense of humor. I love that you, uh, you find fun in this and I can just picture you driving into high school with the new car and you've got the new number plate and you're proud as punch until you realize that people think that you've actually shit yourself in your car. <laughs> that's exactly like, that's exactly right. You know, I was so, I was feeling really big and excited and like big man on campus. And then, you know, then everyone called me sharp for the rest of high school. So <laughs> in a loving, gentle way. Of course, of course. You can find Samantha Hart at The Sam Show on, on TikTok. Thank you so much, um, Shadi. Yes, thank you so much for having me and spreading the word. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda, 6 to 9 weekdays. SAFM.